Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, gorgeous. It's Lala Kent with my ride or die, Jessica Walter. Hello, everyone. Love a good sing song. And true. And true. (laughs) And true. (laughs) Love a good sing song and true as well. (laughs) I can't. I am over the moon today. Why? We have... Sophia Franklin on the podcast. Oh my God. It's Sophia so with an F. Oh my God. And I think people are going to be so excited mm-hmm. because for a long time, I have had people reach out being like, please get her on the podcast. We want to see your guys' dynamic. Mm-hmm. And she's coming to LA and we're making it happen. That's really exciting. And she's been, I've heard she doesn't hold back. I love that. Just like you, kind of. You want to know something? What? I feel like I hold back a little more than I used to. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. And I don't know why, but there's something about me now where there are times where, you know, someone will be talking to me and saying something I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I take a beat, Jess. She takes a beat. Never taken a damn beat ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly this year is all about the beats. All about the beats. Why do you think you take that beat now versus back then? I think because of Ocean. Yeah? Yeah. I think she's softened me up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Even this season, I've been, you know, when people would come for me, mm-hmm. you know, because they love to hold me to my past. Yeah. And I reserve the right to evolve. Yes. We all should. Yeah. So when you're when I'm sitting there with a group of my friends and they want to talk to me about what I did mm-hmm. five years ago, Born. you lost me. Yawning. I'm sleeping. Yawning, sleeping. <laughs> like, let's, why are we going there? Mm-hmm. And then I think, is my rebuttal going to change their mind? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So why waste my breath? And your energy. And my energy. Yeah. I have so many other things that are less boring. Yeah. To be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a we had the reunion. Oh my gosh. Okay. We did. You had the reunion. We had the reunion. How are you feeling about that? The Vanderpump Rules reunion season nine. You know, it was a strange feeling for me. Okay. I'm gonna spill some tea. Let's hear it. 
I finish the reunion. Mm-hmm. We're all wrapped up and good. And I didn't hear from one person on my cast except for Raquel to say, hope you're doing okay. Right. That was very telling for me. For me, that was like, you know what? Maybe things that you thought about, and I'm not saying that this group of my friends are bad people in any way. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm going through something doesn't mean the world stops. However, example, Tom Sandoval will post something about his men's makeup line. Mm -hmm. And if I think the photo is fantastic that he posts, I send him a text. I think it's important for people to know when you think something's cool or good. I think it's important for you to share like, hey, I really liked that. I think you looked great. I think you did a great job. Yeah. The fact that, you know, my life has been turned upside down and maybe they don't know the ins and outs of it, but I was visibly upset on, on the reunion. Okay. And for not one of them, except for my little Bambi to reach out and be like, just want to say, I'm sorry for what you're going through. Right. Was, was like I said, eye opening. Yeah. Yeah. So without giving too much away about what you talked about on the reunion, things, is it safe to say things got emotional and your cast members, it's not like they saw you and maybe everything seemed fine. Maybe things got emotional and you were hoping or even expecting some of your friends right to reach out to you and that didn't happen it didn't happen and i want to sit here and say i'm okay with that i'm obviously mm-hmm. not okay with that if the roles were reversed mm-hmm. i probably would have reached out and said hey how you doing yeah just like i did to james mm-hmm. after the reunion i checked in you know and for raquel and james to be going through something Pretty life-altering as well. Yeah. For Raquel to reach out and send, like, the sweetest text message in the world was, like, meant everything to me. Yeah. And, you know, I've been on this show for six years. Mm -hmm. I've changed a lot as a person. No one can tell me otherwise. You can sit here and talk about what I do wrong all day long. I look in the mirror. I'm very self-aware. There's not anyone on the planet who can tell me that I'm not. Mm-hmm. So when I think back on my time, I love it. It was the ultimate. It's been the ultimate mirror for me. But after that reunion, you know, I sat back and thought, is this the space for me anymore? Mm-hmm. Or do we need to do some soul searching? And who knows? There may not even be another season that comes out of this. Mm-hmm. Let's just say tomorrow they call and they say we've been picked up. I would take a big pause because I don't know if that's the space for me anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, which is pretty huge for you to say. That's been so much of your life. It has been. Yeah. But during the, one of the darkest times I've been in, the darkest time I've been in since my dad passed away, for my friends to not check in on me. Mm Mm-hmm was like taking a fucking bullet. Yeah. Painful, I'm sure. You know? Yeah. And I'm sure that's hard not to put words into your mouth, but I'm just thinking of my own experiences and I haven't even gone through anything as close to what you're going through, but you're vulnerable. And that's hard in itself. 
you're vulnerable. You're speaking what you went through and you're showing, look at this. My heart is like, I'm literally holding it in front of you. And then to not maybe get the support or words that you were hoping is I'm sure can be it'd be painful for anyone yeah when you're looking at a group of people who you think are your friends yeah and you're sitting here completely humbled by a situation you know and just another life experience for me to grow from to gain strength from but really I'm in a space where I feel I can be my most vulnerable and Mm -hmm. that's the reaction and some of them wonder why I come in guns blazing well there you go because look at your reaction in my darkest time Mm -hmm. it's not safe yeah i'm not babied Mm -hmm. so it it was weird i left i left that reunion feeling not much resolve Mm -hmm. um i left feeling a bit alone and isolated and just extremely thankful for you for my mom for Mm -hmm. ocean you know like it really brought me back to what i feel is important what i want out of life yeah and i'll be forever grateful for vanderpump rules and i'll be forever grateful that we got to come back Mm -hmm. after a really crazy year of not knowing what was going to happen i'm excited for people to see the reunion i don't know how it really turned out i mean I kind of felt like I was in a fog the whole time. Right. But who knows? Yeah. I guess we'll see. The universe. Back to the universe. I'm just going to let it do its thing. Let it do its thing. It has never let me down. That's And that's huge. That's huge. Especially now in moments where you're like, you may be like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? I truly believe that it might be a month from now, it might be a year from now, it might be 10 years from now, you'll right. look back at certain things that happened right now and you'll be like, oh my God, a wild. That is why this happened. This led me to this, which led me to that. And I think that's great. It's great to have faith in the universe, whatever you believe, if you have a higher power, if not, it's just great to have that feeling of some sort of guidance. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Guidance, your guides. Yeah. And not, like, not, people can only do so much for you Mm -hmm. as far as being an emotional support. Mm -hmm. You know, at some point you have to, like, draw the line and be like, this needs to go into the hands of something much greater than all of us. Right. And something that's not going to talk back. (laughs) It's just going to do its thing, you know? Right. Right. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, I think that's. You know, I'm sorry you did feel that way during the reunion, but I'm interested to see it. You know, I don't, I didn't get to see it. So I'm interested to see it and sort of see what you're referring to and see We've how got it quite some time before it airs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I didn't, I don't even know what episode of Vanderpump aired last night because we got all of the episodes. Right. So that we could be prepared for the reunion. So right. I, to me, it's like season's done. Right. Well, on a positive note, you've said great things about all the episodes you've seen. I know the only negative note is you're like, "Mm, some things I said didn't age so well. But it sounds like the rest of the episodes are pretty, pretty great. You know, taking out all the things that didn't age well. Yeah. I thought the season was great. Great. Yeah. I'm excited to see the rest. I think people will enjoy it. Good. You know, it did look different, but we did the damn thing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And for that, I think we should all be very proud. Good. You know? Yeah. And I felt soft this season. And really? like, you're not soft. And I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker, I am soft. You watch me from this season yeah. compared to other seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like night and day. That's why it's like, don't tell me that there's no change. I'm watching it in front of me. Right. You know, one, (laughs) not to bring up a past episode, but one thing I noticed where I'm going to agree with you there is because I've seen past seasons of you when you were, you guns blazing, (laughs) balls to the wall. I, the one moment where I'm like, oh, damn, she's really changed is when you were at, I forget whose party it was. But it was one of the first episodes and you said it was at night. I think you had just gotten into a little thing with Ariana and you said, I can't do this anymore. I've got a baby at home. I'm out. And you're just like, bye. Let me spill some tea on that real quick. Let's hear it. Okay. So cameras didn't catch this. Hmm. When I said that, Sandoval goes, and there it is. Wait, meaning what? Like, that they probably knew, like, Lala's going to bring up the baby uh, card that she's now a mom. And you know what? Anyone who says a, a baby doesn't change you, a baby changes you. Yeah. You, the second that little babe comes out of your body, you are a different person. Mm-hmm. I wear that with pride. No one's going to take that away from me. Mm-hmm. Cut to, we go to Palm Springs. Sandoval comes over to me. <laughs> I kid you not. Looked him dead in his eyes. I said, Sandoval, if you ever give that reaction to me when I talk about my kid, I am a mama bear and I will put my paws on you. <gasps> Stop. And he said, well, let's make a deal. I go, no, no, no. There will be no deal made on my child. You give a reaction like that again, referencing to my child, mm-hmm. I will put my paws on you. I'm a mama bear. <laughs> let's not do that again. <gasps> I- you know? Oh my God, you are Even right there. now, it's it like just making you... my blood boil. See, I love that. That's such a protecting, I love that. I love <laughs> when I see parents and partners that are protective. I love mama bears because women don't mess with That is my bear. cub. I am a lioness. Yes. I will <gasps> fuck your shit up when it comes to my little ocean. I love I don't that. play it when it comes to her. I have oh, fallen back a lot. God. I have made a lot of changes. Yeah. You come for my cub. It's feeding time. (laughs) Feeding time. I love that. I love that. Well, on that note. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) On that note. We have had some amazing people call in. Okay. And leave some voicemails. Are you interested in responding to some? I'm always interested. And we are going to start doing the voicemails. Mm -hmm. The first segment Every single episode because I love the voicemails. That's the whole reason why we do the podcast. Right. Again, you guys can call in at one eight six six Lala Pod. Let's get the voicemails a rolling. Here we go. Hey Lala. My name is Haley and I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I was just calling to ask you if on your podcast if you would like to give the listeners maybe some tips on self care, um, how to show yourself love, how you have made it through such a hard time in the public eye, what you do to take care of yourself, do you meditate, do you do yoga, do you, what do you do to make yourself happy, and how do you take care of your mental health? Let us know. I'm a big fan. I've always watched Vanderpump Rules since the very beginning, so I will talk to you soon. 
I love this voicemail. Okay, so I think the first thing I... I don't want to say I used to be big on working out. I'm still big on working out. I've had a lot on my mind. Mm-hmm. Again, when Ocean was in the belly, I was advised to stay in the bed, don't work out. She was struggling. So I I didn't get to work out during my pregnancy. But working out did does wonders for my mind. The body that comes along with it. I'm going to be honest. Like, yes, when I work out, I like my body better. But my diet doesn't really balance it out as mm-hmm. well. You know, like yes. as much as I was working out with my trainer, like I should have had a six pack. But mm-hmm. mama loves her like Doritos. <laughs> so <laughs> the the body was the bonus. But the mind was like, that's why I work out. Right now, I will say I cannot live without my baths. Oh, the bath time where I leave my phone, I put in my little uh, CBD bath salts from Tamara Judge's line. This is the best shit ever. Venna. And Venna. Yes. So good. Yeah. By the way, I swear by it. Yeah. I posted about it. Yeah, you did. Um, And then right now I'm really into mindless television. Which I shouldn't call it mindless. Friends. It's mindless for me because I've seen it so many times that I could literally like close my eyes and know exactly the scene that's happening. Or I could plug my ears and I would know what they were saying. (laughs) Like I just know, you know, So I put on my my Venna cream Mm -hmm. that makes you feel all tingly and yummy. And I just veg out and watch that show. And my mind is very, very clear. I do want to get on that yoga game, though. Ooh, yoga. So would you do, on that note, would you do, and I don't know if um, the listener who called in, Haley, does hot yoga. Have you ever done hot yoga? I did a hot yoga once, you guys, and I <laughs> literally passed out. Really? It's too hot in there. so hot. You get too hot. I can't do that, Jess. Yeah. When my body overheats like that, it's like, timber, <laughs> we're going down, <laughs> you know? Like, no, I cannot do that. Regular old yoga is good for me. Love that. Okay, well, that... Also, I think that people need to be, like, either having sex or masturbating. Oh, there you You go. You know, everyone... Self-care. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that you say that because it's like, ooh, masturbating, naughty. And it's like, (laughs) no, no, self-care. Care is important. Yes. Let's talk about the cookie, what it needs, and what it does for us. Yeah. It's rub a dub dub, two fingers in the tub. (laughs) It's so important. It's so funny when I still see like magazines or online things referring to it as like, you can be naughty. Why is that naughty? You're taking care of your body. It's not naughty. And your mind. I agree. I fully agree. Self care. We're changing it. We're take changing care. the name of the game. Yes. Take care of the vaginas and the penises. All of it. All of it. Love mm. that. Okay. So next voicemail. Hi, Lala. It's Brittany from Canada. I just got your book and finished it. And I was loving being able to get a in-touch look of your life before Vanderpump Rules. I'm just wondering if you can answer my question about how being a mom has changed you for the better and things that you didn't expect from having Ocean. I look forward to you answering my question on the podcast. I listen every Wednesday. Thanks so much. Bye. (gasps) 
I love her. Thank you for listening every Wednesday. And I'm so excited that I get to answer this question. Becoming a mom without sobbing my eyes out. <laughs> the way that it changed me. Um, it's like the hardest thing to explain how that little human changed me. I just, in that moment, I feel like I became I became a woman in that moment. I realized everything that was important. She just made me a better human being. I was more sensitive. My approach to life and in different situations was completely different. Even though like I'm in this mess of whatever you want to call it. She brought back hope into my life and an innocence you know I used to walk around and I was into like oh showing the body off and just acting this certain way and talking about the cookie and power to the pussy and I still believe all of those things but she made me realize that like I have to create an environment for her that is safe and productive and all of these things that I used to do in my past, it was like, okay, like, great, you were young, you didn't get it. When I see her face, I have to protect her at all costs. I see the beauty in the world, but I see the ugliness. Mm -hmm. And I'll do anything I possibly can to protect her from that. That's what changed. You know, I, I yeah. see, like, maybe, for example, like, music videos that mm -hmm. I may have looked at back in the day and been like yes bitch you, yeah. that's amazing <laughs> I'm now like why is this on the television I have a little girl mm -hmm. and I don't want her seeing things like this yeah you wow. know yeah I don't know yet but I'm sure I will I see you <laughs> no I see you be mama bear and just the moments I'm around you and it's beautiful and she's not she's not even a year <laughs> Can you imagine when she's like walking and talking? I can't even. It's going to be the most beautiful thing. It's amazing just to watch yeah. her change and like what she's noticing. And now, you know, I see her watching me when I talk. I told my mom the cussing has to end. Yeah. You know, like I'll be damned if my little girl <laughs> hears those words. Yeah. And, you know, I just I'm yeah. very protective of her environment now. I don't want any ugliness up in here. I don't want anything that is gross or nasty. Yeah. Keep it outside. So. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that. On that sad but sweet and loving little note, we're going to bring out the most unfiltered bitch in the world. <laughs> When we come, when we come back, we have Sophia Franklin, Sophia with an F, and she's about to give us Sophia. I can't wait. We'll be right back. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, 
no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Here's what I love about doing a podcast. It doesn't really require any glam, like at all. I can podcast in comfort and for me, that means wearing my new favorite, super soft Quince Cashmere Tee. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless, comfortable pieces that keep me looking so chic summer after summer. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at $30. You can find silk tops, 14-karat jewelry, and so much more. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all of those savings on to us. And don't get me started on their towels. I have the Quince waffle towels at the Palm Springs house. I have them in white and they are so soft. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. What's up, my loves? We are back and I have a guest that I've been like dying to have on. Mm -hmm. Sophia with a motherfucking F. Hi, guys. (laughs) I'm here. I wanted to get you on the podcast. You live in New York. Mm hmm. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm living in Utah right now, moving back to New York in the next few months. Okay, so you're back in Utah. Mm Mm-hmm. How how is it? Well, you know. You know how fucking Utah is. It's I'm living in my mom's basement. Okay. Not that fun. Sounds safe, though. It's safe. It's safe, for sure. But it's fucking Utah. Right. And once you've had, like, L.A. or New York, it's hard to go back to that, like, small city. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up in Utah? I grew up in Salt Lake City, Draper. Okay. Do you know Draper? Yeah, totally. Can I tell you something just right off the bat? You're yeah. going to die laughing. Tell me. So I was texting one of my really good guy friends, like a sexual question, like, oh, like, do you like, is your favorite sex position doggy or like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, for my show, I talk about those things and I like to ask straight male, you know, to get their perspective. Right. And he's like on a trip with these other dudes and he's texting me back all these answers and he's like well my friends say their favorite position is when a girl's on her back and like the dude is standing on the edge of the bed fucking her hot your little brother was one of the friends (laughs) answering (laughs) the questions wait who was the dude you were texting his name's landon landon he was here where we are right now what yes They're on a road trip. So, but like, 
It's too crazy. It's too crazy. Oh my god. I know. So he's like saying, oh, my friends like like, you know, fucking a girl like this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Alex, my cousin, tells me, oh, that's Lala Kent's little brother answering those. Oh, so your no. brother likes it. Uh, he likes to hit it from the back when he fucks girls. By Lovely. The way. Mm -hmm. What welcome. a small. I love it. Uh huh. You're fun. You're an open book. I am. Tell I me am. everything. Well, I mean, my family's very open, so I had, I knew kind of what, this sounds so strange. No, it's fine. We talk about sex in the family, like whatever. Okay, but not like this. Not this No, explicit. like this. Oh, so okay. I'm like, I, I, I think he's told me, like, that's, and I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> okay, Perfect. good. Perfect. Good, because <laughs> for some people, they'd be like, I don't want to fucking hear that, but it's just so funny. It's like, just sex, though. Sex? Yeah, it's like not a big deal, no, right? No, not at all. My family is very open too, but I mean, us coming from Utah. Were you born and raised Mormon? So a little bit. My mom very heavily raised Mormon, but okay. then she threw me in private Catholic school. So, so no. she was like traumatized by Mormons? No, I think she just thought it would be a better education, quotation marks. Mm. It's not, by the way. Like public school would have been. Where'd just you go to school? Juan Diego. Juan Diego. Mm -hmm. I remember the good JD. They had some wild parties. I I know. It was all party people. It was all party people. That's why I have a problem now. Really? I mean, like, not really, <laughs> but, like, that's probably, like, where it started. It was all of the private schools that had the most partying because you threw a bunch of, like, people that came from money into one school and it was, like, Let's yes. get it popping. And it was a counterculture because public schools, it was mostly Mormon kids. Right. And then you take all the non-Mormon kids <laughs> and throw them in a high school. So it's, you know, pretty like the movie. So then when did you decide Utah's not my thing? I'm headed to New York. I had a really bad breakup with my boyfriend at the time. Okay. I'd always wanted to move to New York. Uh, because I have, like, family there, and I, I mean, a lot of people do, right? Right. And so the breakup was really fucking bad, and I just, I was 24, 25, and my mom said, if you're ever going to move out of Utah, now's the time. Okay. Because in a few years, you're going to be married or have kids, and then you're not leaving. You know what I mean? Right. So within two weeks, I packed up my shit and moved to New York. Oh, my gosh. It was insane. And you just, like, packed a bag? Did you have a place to stay? Like I stayed with my aunt for okay. a little bit. She's a very interesting person, so I immediately was finding a new fucking place because I was like, I need to get the fuck out of this apartment. <laughs> and I found a studio apartment. I lived there by myself. It was horrifying. It was a really, really hard time in my life. I knew no one in New York. I'm sleeping on a mattress in the floor, like, on the floor. Yeah. And then... And then over time, you know, things got really good. I love it. So mm -hmm. when did you always want to be in the entertainment world? Like, what was your plan when you got to New York? I had no intention of working in entertainment. Ever, really? Ever, ever, ever. I worked in a finance firm. I majored in economics and I fucking hated it, but everyone told me, you're not going to make money doing something in entertainment or like English or anything like that. So do something like economics, worked in finance. When I went to New York, I worked in finance. And then 
obviously shit changed. Yeah. I met a girl. We moved in together. We thought we were really fucking funny together. We started a show. It got really big. And that was that. So now I'm in the fucking entertainment industry. That's got to be so strange. I always look at people who I have a friend who she is from Kentucky, wanted nothing to do with entertainment, moved to L.A. for a dude. Then she's just on Vanderpump Rules and suddenly entertainment is her life. That's so insane. Because it's not like you you go from like where you were and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden people know who you are. They want to judge every word that you're saying. Yeah. That's got to be intense. It's very, very intense. I mean, it's still intense. You know, you know. I do know. So... I, you know what I think for anyone listening who maybe wants to get into entertainment or like switch up their careers, you got to kind of move to the states that will help that, you know? Right. Like if you live in Utah or Kansas or something like that, you got to go to LA, New York, like something. Right. Well, because I lived in Utah and would wanted to be in entertainment Mm -hmm. and I had like this little agency and I think like the biggest job that would have been the most lucrative was like a Ken Garf commercial (laughs) that would (laughs) (laughs) but reading a teleprompter is not my thing and that's where I I lost them and they were like I think we're gonna go a different direction yeah so okay so were you planning on working in entertainment my whole life my entire life my entire life I was like I want to be an actress I was in all the plays. I was in choir. Oh, yeah. I so was like, you were confident as fuck then, like from when you were little. I don't know that I was confident, but I did know what I wanted. And I remember my high school counselor would be like, you need to take the SAT. I was like, I'm moving to Hollywood. I'm going to be fucking famous. <laughs> and she was like, okay. A very small percentage of people have that happen to them. And I was like, well, I'm going to be one of them. That is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever heard. She's probably like, Look at you now. Shit. Well, I mean, I'm sure she thought I was going to be winning Oscars and not on gossip blogs, but tomato, tomato. Well, you know what? Still, I mean, the money you're making compared to what she wanted you to be doing. Yeah. Speaks for itself. She was concerned about my math score test. And I told her the only thing I need to do is count my money. If I can count oh my, my money, that, we'll be fine. That I'm I'm writing that down and I'm using it in my own podcast. Don't be mad because I was I won't be mad shit ever. Do it. I just need to know math to count my fucking money. That's it. I and then that. you'll just pay someone to do the rest. Yeah. Someone that's well, you went to college, so you're a smart hot bitch. I mean, I'm still not doing it though, and I don't remember it, so it's no, a waste of time. You're too busy being a boss bitch and doing your show. Thank you. So I have to be honest, I'm not well aware of the other show you did call her daddy mm-hmm. the only reason i knew about it was because we don't be shit. offended we talked shit so i don't even know what you said mm-hmm. however i do know that you spoke about randall giving a girl in utah a range rover mm-hmm. he then took that range rover away from her and gave it to me yes and why that wasn't a red flag for me i'll never know yeah. in that moment I demanded that we get rid of the Range Rover is done. I need a new car. I got the G Wagon. <laughs> Ditch the G Wagon. But I did do that because I mean, of- that's pretty baller. I mean the, the fact that you didn't see that as a red flag is, you know, something, but the fact that you fucking upgraded is yeah. pretty boss. And how how did you know? Like where would you get all of your your tea from? So there, I mean, it was just kind of a rumor in like this circle of people in Utah that I don't really hang out with, and I that's how I heard it. And um, 
the fact that I said it on the show, I thought it was just kind of funny. Right. Looking back, it was probably hurtful to you. I mean, Randall actually messaged someone like in that group saying, I'm going to sue. Oh, no, he messaged me. Oh, he messaged me and he said he was going to sue me. Oh, so that was fun. And did you tell him our attorneys will get us out of everything? everything. (laughs) Holy shit. I fucking wish I did. I should have. Guys, by the way, our attorney will get us out of everything is like my slogan, my merch, my lifestyle. So I spoke about it because your merch is the best merch I've ever seen. Thank you. And the fact that you posted the police report of them saying that Sophia replied, our attorneys will get us out of everything. I I think I need to like explain to people. So I got arrested multiple times, but this time (laughs) that I got arrested, um, they handcuffed me. I was obviously belligerent. I did a lot of crazy shit. And um, when the attorneys were taking me to jail, I was screaming at the top of my lungs and I was like, our attorney will get us out of everything. Because I was with my friend. Yeah. I was like, just just so you fucking know. Like, that's what's going down. So were you who you are now? Oh, when I got arrested? When you said our attorneys will get us out of everything. I was, fuck, I was like 17. I didn't even know what an attorney was. I just... (laughs) I saw that shit on Law and Order, like an episode. It makes of Cops, it even better, right? And yeah. I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna use it." He didn't believe me, obviously, but like now, <laughs> now my attorney now will get me out of everything. I know that, so. right? Oh, I bet your attorney has his hands full. He hates me. <laughs> he hates me. He really does. And he has clients <laughs> that are way bigger than me, right? And so he's like, "Why? Like, why are you my client? Like, I got to go talk to like this person. I mean, I'm not going to name drop, but but I'm like, I'm at like the bottom feeder, yeah, out me, of his clients, yeah. But you, I, you and me both, okay. No, but he still takes my lawyer takes my calls, which is nice. That's nice. you know, I sometimes get my calls answered. That's not even a joke. Like half, <laughs> half the like half the time. So back to the Range Rover. Yep. He threatens, Randall threatens you via DM. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I can't okay. remember. And how did you, this group of people, how did you know, how did you know them? They just reached well, out to you? Well, Angie, who had the Range Rover, she is from Utah. With the blonde hair. Yes. I think I did a modeling job with her once. What? Like years ago. Did you know that Randall and her had a thing? I. The reason I knew that was because... He was messing around on his ex-wife with her, and she DM'd his wife about it. Lala, red flag number two. I'm just going to say that yeah. right now. <laughs> can I, no, can I tell you? Yeah. this In my mind, I was like, no one's past is squeaky clean. And maybe he would, maybe like I was the person that he fell for, and it was like things aren't cookie cutter. And that's, that's where my head was. You know what? That is very, very true. And I'm glad you pointed that out because I have cheated on every single boyfriend until this one. And I never would. Ever, right. Ever. Like, there, like sometimes something changes. Yes. And for me, it was like it, it was in the past. And I'm not saying that I wasn't upset about all of these things. Mm-hmm. I definitely was. But I also felt like maybe he's turned a corner and he's found someone meaning me that he enjoys being with and we'll be together forever and like this is the new Randall just like I have don't have a squeaky clean past either right. I think that's completely fair that you thought that way yeah because I have thought that way too you know my the guy I'm dating now was 
the biggest fuck boy. Yeah. And I said, maybe I'm the girl that changed him. Right. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes that is true. Yeah, that's where my head was. Yeah, so I get that. So Angie messages you and says, "No, my she, Range Rover's gone." She didn't. E- <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking funny. Um, no, she. I don't talk to her. Oh, okay. I don't know her. She had told someone who told someone who told a friend of mine. Okay, type thing. That's how it happened. What a shit show. Mm-hmm. And then that friend told me. And I didn't bring it up to you because I didn't know you and because I didn't think it was my place necessarily. necessarily and I didn't know if you wanted to know because some people don't. Yeah, no. I'm one of those people who definitely... I mean, are you someone who wants to know? Um, or do you like keeping your head in the sand? I've thought about this. I think that if it's a one-off thing... And my guy went to Vegas, got drunk, fucked a girl, never talks to her again, never does it again, something along those lines, or it's a make out or something. Yeah. Don't tell me. I don't need to know. Wow. If it's an ongoing thing and it's multiple women and he's Mm. hooking up with the same girl over and over and over, then I need to know. Okay. That's how I feel about it. I I want to know whether it was a one-time thing, mm-hmm. one-night stand, relationship, mm-hmm. because I need to know so I can get the fuck out. Really? Yes. Really? So you can't forgive the any kind absolutely, of cheating at all? Absolutely not. Okay, I get that. I yeah. feel that. Nope. You fuck up one time. Mm-hmm. I just think of myself as a very expensive, fine wine. Okay. Right. You know? Yeah. And if you're going to pop the cork, let me sit out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be as good. And you might as well just, it's going to be thrown away. Yeah. So if you feel like you want to throw a fine wine away, then mm-hmm. that's up to you. Like, I'm a luxury. You are. Yeah. I agree with and that. And I'm a down bitch. Yep. I agree with that. But I feel the same way about myself, too. Well, I'm not saying that you don't. Right. Based right, off right. of what you said. Uh-huh. That's just, that ju- that's is just your, your personal how you feel about things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that no. you must not think of yourself as a fine wine. You're like, you are a fucking $11 fucking white cloth. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. No, you're a fine wine too. Thank it's just you. all about what you expect out of a relationship. Right, right. And what you're saying makes total sense. Mm-hmm. We do live in a day and age where everybody is so accessible. Mm-hmm. You think a girl's hot in fucking Canada, you send her a DM, you're sexting the next minute, next minute you're linking up, like shit happens, got it. Yeah. But I don't do that to people. I've actually never cheated ever. Oh, you've never cheated on anyone? Mm-mm. Wow. No. Because I just feel like if I want to sleep with someone else that I obviously don't want to be in a relationship with someone, so I should just like do that without having a person you know? But, but have you ever dated just, like, a toxic piece of shit where it, like, wouldn't even matter type thing? Yeah, I just left him, and I still didn't <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Because the guys that I've cheated on were, like, pieces of shit, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, fuck you. Like, I don't care. Right. And I had suspicions that they were cheating and, you know, for some of them, like, we would do threesomes and okay. stuff like that. So I was like, whatever. What's the big deal? Whatever. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And how old are you? 29. 
Okay, so you were you were like a baby. Mm-hmm. Like you're still in your 20s. 20s are for being a shit show. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get it out so that you can be a productive human later on in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thinking about if I would want to know if I got cheated on just after what you were saying. I think that theoretically, I don't think I would want to know. I think that if I was married with kids, then I really wouldn't want to know just for like my kids, you know, because like it's hard for them to have their parents breaking up. Your situation is completely different and you absolutely needed to. Yeah. But theoretically, that's I I like to think that I wouldn't want to know. But when I, you know, if I sit and really, really think about it. I probably would want to fucking know. I think your gut speaks to you. And Mm -hmm. that's how you make your decision. And I think, yeah, I think I would want to know. I guess I would be able to forgive someone for doing it if it was one time. And so then that's where I'm like, so would I even want to know? I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I'm, I need to think about it a little bit more and get back to you guys. Think about it a little bit more. <laughs> We're going to cut to a short break and we will be right back with Sophia Franklin. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GTL. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing Jess and Easton with samples. I use Claritin and I absolutely love it. You guys know I was in Las Vegas for that music festival and it was so windy there that my allergies were the worst. My eyes were so itchy. They were so watery. My head hurt so bad. I had a total sinus headache, but I had Claritin D with me. So I took it and I think it only took like 30 minutes before I started to feel better, which was amazing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has been an absolute game changer for me. I've actually been using it for a few weeks now. I take it before I go hiking. And obviously when I went to that music festival, which was all outside, no more itchy, watery eyes and no more sinus pressure headaches, which if you've experienced those before, you guys know they are the worst. So that was huge for me. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. We are back with, you could possibly be one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Lala. But you're from Utah, so it makes sense. Because everyone there is so fucking hot. Yeah, and you have great teeth, which everyone in Utah has good teeth. I know. And they're real, right? Yeah. Everything is real. Which everyone tells me it's fucking not, and that's not me trying to be like, I am just like a natural fucking beauty because I absolutely am going to be getting shit done. You've never had an injection. No. Can I tell you, I believe you, and here's why. Okay. Your lips are super soft. They're not like mine where they're like kind of from the side come out a little bit. Okay. You know? Yeah. Your your face is still soft. It moves, which is great. Mm. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so the I standards can, are high. <laughs> They're low. The bar is low. Well once you start doing that shit, you can't you can't turn back. You become addicted. You do? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Like there have been times where I look at myself and I'm like, ooh, looking a little caddish and a little <laughs> ducky. You look about 56. (laughs) But then it goes away. It does. The fillers go away. The Botox goes away. And because I'm still breastfeeding, I can't get filler or Botox. So my face moves now, too. Can't say I love it. Okay. But it's like whatever, you know? Okay. Are you scared of the filler migrating? Have you heard of that being a thing? Yeah, I've heard of that. Do you believe it? I do with certain doctors, but I go to Dr. Diamond, who is like the best best of the best. Mm -hmm. And his technique is way different. And what he puts in your face is his own little concoction of what he's done. Right. Like what he's created. Right. So I've never had an issue. Okay. So I'm 29. I haven't had anything done. But I don't want to, like, look old and wrinkly when I'm 40. But you you don't. But I will when when I get something done, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you're 29. So just wait. I think the first time I got Botox, I think I was, like, 24. Okay. And it was just too much. Right. You know, right, like right, you're, right. I'm looking at you. You don't need any of it. I want you to like really examine my face I'm when lo- we get off the show and like actually tell me. You're in natural light right now, which is the harshest. And, and there's nothing. You have great skin. Okay. If you ever need someone to toot your horn, I'm the best at it. Yeah. Actually, can you keep talking <laughs> about how hot I am for a second? You're definitely hot. I think Got- you like good for you. Guys, my name is Sophia the Neff Franklin with a Y. Go to all of my social media handles. My show is Sophia the Neff. And yeah, I'm the hottest person you'll ever see. Yeah, that's so the, the, the damn truth. fucking go. No, for real. Thank you. That's really sweet. So I want to talk. We we spilled the tea, which I love. That's my most favorite part of doing a podcast mm-hmm. is spill the tea. Mm-hmm. You went through a very public, I, I would say, do you feel like you were betrayed? Yeah. Okay. My question is, because I'm going through that now, how do you bounce back from something like betrayal? If you're so close to someone and you trust them with your life and then suddenly you are betrayed by them, like mm-hmm. how do you go into the world and trust anybody again? Yeah. So I've been betrayed by men and I never expected, so I've been betrayed by men. My dad's not really in the picture. 
so I was raised by my mom and my aunt and like a lot of strong women. Okay. And so I kind of, I felt safety, you know, when it came to women. Right. And not so much with men. Okay. So being betrayed by a dude is really fucking hard and hurts. And I've been there. When I was betrayed by someone I felt was like a sister, that was a really, like, that was a mind fuck for me, you know? I can imagine. So how did I bounce back? It takes time, but you just, you have to just go through the motions every single day. You have to allow yourself to be fucking depressed you need to talk about it nonstop. Like that's obsess what, over it? If that's what helps you. That's what helps me. Yeah. Is just to, like talking to everyone about it. Right. And therapy, obviously. And I think that, you know, it just takes time. And what I had to realize is that is not going to be the, the first and the last time that I'm going to get betrayed by someone. Right. You know? And so you can't live your life never trusting anyone ever again because that that's not going to work. So how long ago was the how long ago was it that that had happened? Ooh, I want to say like a year and a half. So that's pretty fresh. It is. It is. It is. And do you feel like if this not that this same situation would happen to you again, but if you ever are betrayed again, which like you said, we will all be betrayed mm-hmm. multiple times in our lives. Do you feel like you have new tools to deal with it? Absolutely. That is the silver lining about something like this is I think you are able to spot people better that you shouldn't trust. Okay. Yeah. And because you've seen the signs before and I feel like I'm way better prepared. I'm more prepared and more well prepped basically to deal with another betrayal. Right. And it's made me way fucking stronger. Yeah. And I think that that happening was good for me. I know it's right. crazy to say, but I do. I, I just think, I think there's a bigger plan for me. Mm, I love that. And, you know, that was just something that needed to happen along the way to prepare me for something bigger. Do you... Right now, I'm like very into the universe and what its plan is for me and don't question it. Even Mm -hmm. if it doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. allow it to place you where you're supposed to be. Was it hard for you? Because it sounds like now you've done that. Like looking back, you're like, this was supposed to happen. Yes. Yes. Do you do you feel like in that time when you were in it with the betrayal that it was like, I have to put this in someone else's hands, the universe, my higher power? Fuck no. No, when it first happened, I was, I had, it was so traumatic that I was numb and I don't even remember a lot of it because I like blacked it out. Yeah. But now that I've taken time for myself, now I'm like into the universe and all those things. But at the time, no. No, you were too in it. You were drowning. Yes, yes, exactly. Did she ever reach out to you again after that? Or was it just like, no, here's a pile of shit. Deal with it. I'm out. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How long after this all happened did you say, fuck it, I'm starting my own show? Sophia with an F. So that's a really interesting thing. So my entire life blew up and I don't know how I did it, but I guess I'm just a strong ass bitch because I just went through the motions and I got up every single day and I said, 
what's the next move? What's the next move? On the phone with my lawyer, let's get out of you know my current contract. On the phone with my, my agent, let's get a new show going. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I don't, I just, I had the strength. I knew that there was no other option and I wasn't going to let it go down like that. I was like, I'm going to speak my truth and this isn't going to ruin my life. And would you say, would you say that you kept the same format for Sophia with an F or did you change it? Like, what would you say is like in a nutshell, what is Sophia with an F about? So I at first started with the same format because... I went from doing the show and fucking one month or whatever later to starting my own and not having the co-host talking by myself. Right. I didn't know how to do that, you know? On on the old podcast, uh, did you have guests or was it always no, just the two of you? we had no you? guests. No guests. No guests. So I spent, you know, two, three years with the same person talking and all of a sudden overnight, oh, you're by yourself now. And was it once a week that you were doing it or did you have a new episode multiple times a week? It was once a week. Okay. And that's how Sophia with an F yeah, is? Yeah. So Sophia with an F, once a week, I, you know, kept maybe similar format because okay. f- that's 50% of my show. I mean, not anymore, <laughs> but... Um, that's how I, that's how it started. Now I've really come into my own, and now it is a different format. Okay, and it's more real to me. Okay, and it, also I'm older. I'm different. I've changed. Of course. So yeah, now it's different, and now it's fucking better. It's better. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is when you spend that much time with someone. It's almost like you know someone has cut half of your body off. Yes. How do you function without it? Yes. I just realized that what type of person they are, it was better for me to have the arm cut off. Right. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. And also realizing that's okay because I still got my other arm and myself <laughs> and I'm I'm good. I'm strong. I can do this on my own. Well, you are doing it on your own. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, you're killing it. Yeah. Yes. And how long have you, did you say you had been in Utah for this round? I mean, like when I moved back. Yeah. When you moved back, when did you move back? Or not move. When did you decide to take a breather? Yeah. We'll call it that. Exactly. A breather in Utah. Exactly. Um, A sabbatical, (laughs) a little vacay. Yes. Um, That was, I think, January of last year. Okay. And that's so funny. And then I'll be moving back this upcoming January to New York. Don't you think, because I'm, I feel the same way about Utah. It's a little slow pace, Mm -hmm. but whenever shit gets real, I want to be back there immediately. Yes. It is my saving grace. It is my sanctuary. Is that how you feel? Yes. Did you go home when your shit happened? I haven't been able to, but... I try to go back home often. I have a baby line called Give Them Lala Baby, and it's literally run out of my best friend's garage. It's a very chic garage, but (laughs) it's like a little family business. So I I have to go back to see how it's moving and what we need. But every time I'm there, I'm like, this is so normal, and I love it. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that that it's been 
amazing for your mental health. Yes. I, I got back to my roots and like back to who I am as a person. I mean, there's nothing better than, I mean, for me, my mom, you know, I totally get it. It's just, she's my best friend. She's who I need in those moments. Do you have any siblings? I have a younger brother, a younger brother, and mm -hmm. he still lives in Utah. Mm -hmm. Does he live with your mom? Yes. Yes. I love it because I have the same situation. Yeah. Easton lives with my mom still. My dad passed away almost, well, I think it's been four years. I'm sorry about but that. Thank you, babe. So it, I totally get that dynamic of just like the mama, you, your and brother. And your little brother. That's totally. so funny. I How know. How old is your brother? 28. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The one that li likes doggy style, apparently. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I think he likes it when the girl's on her back on the bed <laughs> and he's standing and fucks her that way. Oh my God. <laughs> what in the world? And then what about your boyfriend? Does he come to Utah? Does he stay in New York? He is in LA. He's in LA right now. Okay. I haven't seen him because I've well, been so Well, you just got busy. here, right? I got here a few days ago, but it's been nonstop since I got here. So I haven't seen him. Um, but he's in New York, Utah, LA constantly. Love it. Yeah. And what have you been doing in LA? Tell us what like your plans are, what you're up to. So when I got here, I had an episode that came out. It's all about um, how to get fucked doggy. Ooh. Because you think it's just simple and it's this easy thing. And it's like, okay, assume the position, get hit, <laughs> you know, get, get it from the back. Right. It's not though. Like there's so many things to it. You got to be arching your back. Right. You got to be looking back at him. I mm -hmm. mean, those are like the fundamentals, right? Right. You got to get down on your forearms. Yes. But then it's like, there's so much shit you can be saying. You need to ask him to slap it. <laughs> you have to. Like, obviously. Tell him to like leave a mark. You need to, um, oh my God, I love this one. If he isn't shoving your face into the pillow. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> I think you can do it yourself. Like, yeah. I think you can put your head into the pillow and put your arms behind your back. Best. Yeah. So that he, like, grabs your wrist. Yeah. And, like, that's so hot. And it's like, men should be doing it. But if they're not, uh, as women, let's take initiative. <laughs> and let them know what the fuck is up. Get out the rule book for doggy style. Yeah. I love how you just asked me what what I've been doing in LA. And I just told you how to get fucked doggy. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened. but I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So you, that episode came out while you were here. And then everyone wanted you to demonstrate it. Yeah. <laughs> which I will. I'll do it here. We should. We'll take a video. <laughs> And then the next day I did a photo shoot. Okay. I am not a model. I do a podcast. That was my first time ever doing something like that. Like there were real models and stuff. That shit is fucking hard. What I, was it for? It, it's for a new athleisure wear brand that's okay. coming out. Love it. And... I don't know how models do it. And it was eight hours. It was fucking exhausting. No, I don't know how they do it either. No. It's very hard to not look like a drunk puppet. Because even if you're not drunk, after an eight-hour day, you look like a drunk puppet, yes. right? And, and and I actually pulled an all-nighter, so I had the dead eyes. You know what I'm saying? You're a savage. I mean, I had to, to like get the show out because it was yeah. a disaster. But I have a tip. I had those dead eyes because I was so tired. Okay. And this model handed me this like uh, eye drop thing called Lumify. Have you heard of that? I've heard of Lumify. Is it amazing? I put it in my eyes. I looked awake immediately. 
I don't know how. Have you used Roto's before? No, what is that? Roto's is what all the stoners use. Uh. So I use that. But can you use them today and tell me if it's just as good as Lumify or if I need to buy I will. Lumify? I will. I, I think Lumify, maybe it also... It brightens the white of your eyes, yes, right? Yes, yes. Makes I, you less glazed over. Yes. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. You're awake for your athleisure shoot. Yes, exactly. And then where can people listen to Sophia with an F? Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Perfect. Sophia with an F. So that's S-O-F-I-A. Yes. I can't even tell you how many people like text me and they're like, Sophia with a P-H. Or like right into the show and they're like, Sophia with a PH. I'm like, do you know the name of the show? I'm just curious. It's Sophia with an F. Well, I literally now refer to you as like I was talking to my assistant, Jess, and I asked her when Sophia with an F was going to be here. I love that. You're from Utah. Did you ever know of the girl Barbie with a Y, bitch? Yes. See? Wait, is she your friend? Yeah. Well, we used to be really close and then oh I moved God. to LA. Yes. Do you know a girl named Sky Storch? Yes. Lala, I saw a picture of you on MySpace when I was fucking 19 or yes. something. The infamous so Sky Storch is what she went by on MySpace. Yeah. And then I remember she's posting pictures with a girl named Lala. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Two Utah mm -hmm. girls in LA having a blast. I really have had the best time with you. Me I'm too. so grateful that you made time in your busy schedule while you were in LA to do my podcast. Thank you. I've literally been obsessing over it. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing it. Was it was amazing. You're amazing. We vibed. You know, some people, I've had some people that I don't really vibe with. This was a breeze. A breeze. Great. I, I like people to feel like they're literally sitting here talking with us. Yes. Yes. I love that. You did the damn thing. Thank you, Lala, for having me on. You guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. Remember, I want to hear from you. So please call me at 1-866-LALA-POD and we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.